Today, I'm bringing on legend, the legendary Gail Bannister-Munn, exactly. And she is, I'm so grateful for her, first of all, for making the time and showing up right after she had just had an intense knee surgery. So we're, I'm so, so grateful for you being here um, and sharing your thoughts about fitness professionals. So as you saw in previous advertisements and posts I've made about um, fitness professionals, when I spoke with Gail and met her recently, what I just kept her, hearing her say over and over again was, we need to stop thinking about these professionals within our, our communities and our clubs as group fitness instructors or personal trainers or health coaches or whatever we might put in between them and put an and replace that or with an and by using the term fitness professionals. So the first question I have for Gail, as we've been coming out of the pandemic, we've talked about how we have so much difficulty finding and finding new instructors, new talent. What do you recommend um, when, what are the traits, I guess, of applicants or people within your facility that understand or show that fitness professional kind of aura? What are some of the traits that you, you recommend clubs pay attention to? Right. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Two weeks post-surgery. <laughs> so you see me grimaging a little bit. It's me moving my leg around and breaking up oh. some scar tissue. And it's funny, we planned this date knowing I would have the surgery, so it was perfect. So, but thanks for having me. Um, yeah. You know, the industry has changed so much. I mean, I remembered dating myself a little bit, looking at exciting instructors, the animation of them where they teach a class. And back in our day, I'm saying my day, um, we didn't have YouTube or Google or TikTok. Now is a new thing, Instagram. You had to literally go into gyms with your business card in the back pocket, with your backpack and take a class to experience that instructor and then walk over to them and kind of stick your business card in their, in their bag. Give me a call when you get a job, you're amazing. And then you'd run out and pretend nobody ever knew you because you know, that's how we interview people. You know, that's how you found them. And that has changed so much. So I do give it, um, I do give YouTube and Instagram and all these things um, props in the sense that you can have all these other tools to find really great instructors. But with that said, you also have to be mindful that these people are show people, not group exercise sometimes. They're performers, they're actors, you know, and they have perfect bodies. They have perfect cueing, perfect animation, but, um, you have to dig deeper than that. Um, so if you find a YouTube or a TikTok or an Instagram with somebody who's just so dynamic and people are hooting and hollering, do a little bit more research, dig deeper, go on their Facebook page, Google them up and see where they come from. If they have a history of clubs they were taught at. My biggest thing with clubs that people teach at, if an instructor is teaching in five locations, that's a good instructor. If an instructor is teaching at one location and you notice that they're constantly changing locations, that's something you have to be aware of. Why are they changing so much? But if you have a, a instructor who has four locations and they're teaching in those four locations, you know this is somebody you have to get to add them onto you because they're consistent. And these people are not letting them go. But I love reading resumes that are here, that are here, that are here, that are here, but why are you changing so much? What's going on? You know. So for me, I like consistency is on a resume. I like years of experience on a resume. I like certifications on their resume. I'm not just, I'm a Zumba instructor. I want to see you have a Zumba and an AFA, or I'm just a spin instructor. I want to be able to see you have, you know, Mad Dog Athletics spinning with a primary certification. 
Um, I love when people send me a resume. I'm a kickboxing instructor, but you know, I worked out at, at MMA, but you don't have any certifications for kickboxing. That doesn't make you a kickboxing instructor. Make somebody who participates in MMA and kickboxing. Mm-hmm. Can you download that? Can you teach that? You know, um, so those are little things you have to look for, not just read the resume. You have to kind of look a little deeper. It takes a little bit more time, mm-hmm. um, but definitely do that. I also, when I get resumes, I date the resume when I get it. So I have to go back. I know I have this resume here. Um, if it's somebody I'm looking for, I would make the call. I mean, in New York, I'm in New York City, so we have to make the call. Like, hey, Stacey, how are you doing today? Oh, so nice to call you. Are you vaccinated? <laughs> That's right. the second question. Are you vaccinated? Oh, wow. And they go, yeah. uh, yes, great. So now we'll continue with the interview process. But if yeah. you're sitting unvaccinated, New York City, you have to be vaccinated to go to the building. You're like, add this on to the repertoire of hiring instructors now. You know, yeah. I, even, yeah. I, even an employee for the front desk or training and housekeeping, are you vaccinated? Mm-hmm. So add that on to the list of other things mm. you have to check out, oh, you know? Yeah. So it, it's changing, the times are changing. <laughs> oh, so true. I it's love, it, yeah. yeah. And I Go love ahead. how you mentioned the, you know, the TikTok, the Instagram, like yeah. I, I really appreciated what Will Brereton had said recently on his podcast was be careful when you say the words uh, rock star instructor, because- Correct. I think people, it's kind of similar that it's the old school mentality of like, you're performing on a stage and there's people who will just follow you no matter how engaging you are in explaining why, how levels on doing a squat. It was more of just, you were up there and they would all just kind of figure it out because you had that performance, you know, and performing is still part of the, 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 the success of an instructor. But I love that you mentioned, like, you have to dig deeper on who these people really are. Are they, do they take what they do as a career versus like a hobby? And um, they're, they're, yeah. And part of that is how many locations they're teaching. And that's great. Right. And the other thing too, with the instructors who are performance based, I'm not going to call companies names, but people read between the lines. These people are actors and actresses doing this. Mm-hmm. as a part-time gig to substantiate what they're now doing during COVID because they're not getting acting gigs. And they, and they are making yeah. lots of money on these different apps that are, ooh, look mm-hmm. at them. I mean, they're perfect. I laugh sometimes because, and, they're, and the best part is that they're super flexible. So they make these movements look so amazing. I'm going, yeah. okay, where's the digression? Yeah. Because you're all the way up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm coming yeah. out of a knee surgery. Where is oh, my Yeah, what about me? <laughs> you're what laughing, about me? you know, and I'm laughing and I'm going, thank God in my head, I know, but they're yeah. here. And I, and I coach, and I hope they pay, who, who's watching this, but I coach on a scale of one to five. And the problem with one to five is that people will start with one and then get to five. Mm-hmm. But where's the two, the three, mm. and the four to get you to five? Yes. And when I do workshops, like I present for SCW and DCAC and mm-hmm. um, other conventions I bring in, I will say to them, I know you want to get to five mm-hmm. because you want to pack class. You want to be that hit instructor. But how many injuries are you going to occur without getting yeah. to two, three, and four? So you have mm-hmm. to remember that. It's not about getting to five because you want to keep up with the class before you that had 50 people in the room. It's about mm-hmm. keeping people safe and showing that you may get a different clientele of people, but at least you can get a consistent clientele of people. Yep. So I take her class. She's safe. I had an injury. Yep. She helped me through it versus mm-hmm. this high intensity class all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you look at schedules now, 
90 percent of the classes and schedules are hit-based classes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what happened to dance what happened to strength training what happened to good old-fashioned kickboxing choreography with mm-hmm. no weights you know mm-hmm. a yoga class without just a nice easy flow yoga it's like yeah. uh weighted yoga um hidden zone know. you know it's like mm-hmm. oh I my agree. god it's like just come on back to basics give me a basic mm-hmm. step this is why zumba is still doing well because mm-hmm. there's an easy class to follow you get mm-hmm. your cardio going and you have fun you build a community mm-hmm. yeah and it's it that is. community piece and yeah it's the it's seeing yep. that those instructors who actually are identifying with the behavior change aspect that, right. you know, is right. part of that journey for their clients. And like you said, you being the best instructor does not mean you're the hardest instructor. That's so, right. Right. so, right. so valuable. I love it. So when you, um, when people are seeking a true fitness professional, we've kind of alluded to this, but um we've talked about you know the characteristics of when you're looking at resumes when you're looking at applicants what makes them a fitness professional or what's like what's what are aspects of what they're doing and what they're saying that make them a fitness professional um but how do you recommend fitness facilities maybe even tap into their current team and identify and foster that fitness professional culture or mentality and how i guess how to do that and why it's important I like, um, it's a good question. You know, when I look at a resume, sometimes I hate to say, I get so many resumes and I skim them really quickly. Yeah. I don't read the bio so much. I go right to the credentials mm-hmm. and see what it is and how long they're certified. And then I'll backpedal up top to see the bio. And if anybody's listening to this, and I hope they are, when you write a bio as a director, I don't want to hear great communication skills. Like you speak really well. I want to hear, I've been teaching for 15 years. Um, I'm a seasoned instructor. I've taken these amount of workshops to better myself to where I am. But they talk about their personalities. I'm going, I want to know what it is. But then every once in a while, you get a spark where somebody will say, I really love fitness. I really want to further my education during this. This is my passion. Um, anything you can do to help me. I agree. That's the key word for me. Anything you can do to help me, I want to grow. I'm calling yes growth oh my goodness that's I your agree. diamond in the rough right there yeah. you know you pick the phone and, and grab you mm-hmm. know but, and, and you got to find those diamonds in the rough the other thing i love is reaching out to my staff and go i know you're in the club mm-hmm. what else is going on out there that i'm missing and i always put it on me mm-hmm. how many other instructors you have out there that i can trust that you yeah. think is a good person to bring on to the team so yeah. now you're making them feel valuable that you're reaching mm-hmm. out to them to ask them for advice and yeah. they will supply and they feel empowered to come to you and say, I saw this girl Stacy teaching. She's amazing. Um, she's really sweet. And I'm like, well, what makes her so sweet? Well, she covers a lot. You know, she responds back to emails. Okay. That's what you want. You know, mm-hmm. then you, you meet Stacy and you do it from there. But uh, I would say yeah. 65% of my instructors refer people to me Absolutely. and I put it out there. I'm looking for people. I'm looking mm-hmm. for people. They, and also I get a, a text, call this one, call this one, call this one, call this one. You know, so, um, awesome. so I get a lot of referrals from in-house versus out-house, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. And then here's the other catch. If I get a resume and it's, I'll use Equinox. Um, Stacy works at Equinox and I have an instructor who works at Equinox. I'll call my instructor and say, hey, this girl Stacy, what do you know about her? Mm-hmm. Trust mm-hmm. me, I got an earful about Stacy prior to interviewing Stacy coming in, you know. Yeah. And they'll tell me, like, yeah, you know, 
Mm-hmm. I get mm-hmm. the face first. Like, ah, eh, she doesn't cover a lot. What do you mean she doesn't cover a lot? Eh, she's a diva. She doesn't like covering yeah. classes. And she yeah. doesn't respond back to the thing. She doesn't show up for meetings. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. next resume. You move on, you know? So true. Yeah, because you. I love that you said, like, a good strategy is tap into your team because the people right. who've worked for you are obviously, especially the ones, that's what's interesting about this pandemic. I understand that it's made it really hard for us to find new talent, but the current talent who's stuck with us, they obviously are in it for like the long haul. Correct. Like they yep. they are in it for the right reasons because we probably yep. haven't been able to pay them the best, but we're getting better. Like at this point, hopefully we're starting to to compensate them more and understand, you know, the extra things they're having to do, but they are the ones who are going to be great resources. That's so, so such good, valuable feedback. Um, and then when it comes to the current people on your team, maybe they aren't, you know, if you, you see this, you've hired this new person or you see this newer instructor that you've had on your team and you want to help them become more of a fitness professional or there strategies that you use. Maybe it's referring back to your instructors again. Do you ever use either your current team or um, have strategies to help your current instructors level up to more of a fitness professional? That's a double full question. So let me start with the new one. The one that if I hire a new instructor that's coming into, well, the company I work for is Crunch Fitness and mm-hmm. we are New York City based. So we have one in Flatbush, Rochdale and the Bronx. Our neighborhood is predominantly um, a very cultural neighborhood and they're big community base. They know who's not there. Why didn't you come? Who didn't show up? Whose kid's sick? They know everything about that person. So if you bring in a new instructor, I have got to put that new instructor on stage with one of my regular instructors really? and let them bring them into the fold, you know, make them have a big party and have fun to bring them in. Once they get that trust, then mm-hmm. that instructor is good to go. I don't just throw them out there to the wolves because <laughs> they'd be like, oh my God, I don't think they like me. You know, and then yeah. the other thing about our program is one thing I don't like Um at New York Sports Club, when I was a director, we didn't put the instructor's name on the schedules. Mm-hmm. We just had the schedule up. Mm-hmm. So the members familiarize themselves with the instructors when they started on the new schedule. Oh, you teach on Mondays, right? Yep. They made a note on that. What other days do you teach? Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll see you Wednesday morning. And the reason we didn't do that is because it was an open opportunity for members to see the class, not marry the instructor. Yeah, because we yes. have we have to build attendance, right? Mm-hmm. Because from an owner's perspective, how come Gail has fifty people in the class, but John mm-hmm. on Tuesday has five people in the class? What's mm-hmm. going on with John? So now mm-hmm. the members are marrying the person. So we never put the names on. Um, yeah. One of the things that I do with new instructors is that I mentor them, and I let them come into. Here's another thing I do too: if you're interviewing, I give them a guest pass, and I have them come into the club a week prior. So they get to see the classes and the instructors and the energy of the club and the fitness floor and take, Mm -hmm. we have a class called Hit Zone, take like a CrossFit kind of thing, take the classes where you see yourself um, Mm -hmm. teaching, like the Hit Zone, your classes, and then I interview them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, what did you like the best? And they were like, loved it all. What did you like? Mm -hmm. What what didn't you like? And usually you get things like the front desk staff is so friendly. And that's one thing we do very well. Mm -hmm. Front desk is so embracing. They pull them in. And, you know, they said the instructor was great, you know, um, and they'll give me, it's funny, they will give me evaluations on my instructors that I didn't know about. 
Well, she was late in the room when I was coming in. Uh, I was going to go to the front desk. I'm like, what? She was late? You know? Uh, because yeah. doesn't know I'm sending it in the inspectors. <laughs> we get back to her. I'm like, oh, I got to make a phone call. So I love, um, I uh, knew how I taking classes the week before. Mm-hmm. And then I have a formal interview on the phone. And then I come into the gym and we go in um, to class and we do a quick audition. Um, and it kind of gives them a, a set the bar to say, this is what she's looking for. So game up or game out. And I've yeah. had people say, I'm not ready to work for you. Those instructors are amazing. I'm nervous. And then I'll talk them through that. I'm like, well, what are you nervous about? Mm-hmm. Why don't you mm-hmm. come in and let me interview you and let me see what you have and let me tell you what you need to work on or you might be just yeah. so insecure. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Oh. And then they come in, I go, you're perfect. You're just scared of what you saw, but let's get you there. Mm-hmm. You know, and 90% mm-hmm. of the time you see 90 days later, these guys are just as wonderful mm-hmm. as the other instructors. Mm-hmm. And then the other part that you asked about is my inside staff. Um, I don't pop into classes. <laughs> It's tough. They it's see tough. you do that because when you walk in, all of a sudden they're perfect. Oh like, yeah, going on? it's Two true. Games up. Yeah, Their it's true. Alignments are perfect, and they're connecting with yeah. everybody. So I don't do that. It's I tough. send in. I send in spies. Okay, see, <laughs> listen really in. bad strategy. Spies. So, yeah, exactly. So I have members like will come up to me and say, you know. I said, which class do you take? I'll take Jen. I said, I'm hiring a new instructor. Can you go check this one? Oh, yeah, I'll go and check it. And the members feel empowered. And they're like, oh, she was great. You need to keep her. She blah, blah, blah. But I cannot go into the classes because the instructors go, uh-oh, Gail's here. Yep. Evaluation up. You know, and yeah. it's like the game up. So I was like, oh, I can't do it. You know, but then sometimes I go, I'm coming in. Mm-hmm. Don't panic. I just want to see what's going on and stuff like that. And they're good. I mean, I've gotten to phase with them now that if they see me walk in, they see mm-hmm. me at the front desk. I'm like, hey, what's going on? They're going to take me class. I'm like, do I look like I'm coming to take your class? And they start <laughs> laughing like, you're not taking class. I'm like, nope, you're not taking class. I'm just doing some work. But then I'll put my head in the studio and go, yeah. <laughs> and I'll put my head back out and I'll put my head back in. You know, That's and then awesome. I take my camera out and video the class and hype them up oh. so they relax even more. And then I put yeah. it up on the Facebook page. So I make, oh. them, make them relax even more. Yeah, awesome. but if I see there are things that they're doing after class, I'll make a phone call for them the next day and said, you know, and give them a little bit of feedback. So I guess everything you did was great, but this would make it a little bit better if you tried this instead, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they do it. They make the changes. They make the change, but it. it's hard. It's hard. I love it. It's hard. This and every, like, Poof. <laughs> I know, everything's perfect. Well, and I love, I, I think every it. group fitness manager needs to write down the get up or get out. Like, and that is the environment as a leader of group fitness instructors, you know, and what I'm hearing you say is like, you show up, you show up for your team, you, you, you know, you see the importance of the, the values of a good instructor or a new applicant or a good applicant are the ones who sometimes, like you said, the diamond in the roughs are the ones who have that lower, I don't want to say lower self-esteem, but the ones who are willing to take feedback who are interested in feedback i just this year started to incorporate i'll always give them immediate constructive feedback after their audition if they can't handle it i don't care how good their audition was they're not going to work for me you know so i love that you you value that and i and the importance of it is that your team understands that expectation is to you know continue to improve and to continue and you hold them accountable like you said i have to make a phone call like 
Right. People don't like, get away with that. Late? Like, what do you mean she was late? I'm like, yep. I'm like, so what happened last Question. night? Yeah. And they're like, what happened last night? Well, you know, I got stuck. I said, come on, man. I had, I had a new instructor take your class. It made me go bad. And I was putting it on me. It made me go bad. I'm like, oh my God, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, I didn't think I had to tell you because you're always perfect. They're like, oh my God, I'm on time. They're like, tell her to come back next week. I got this. You know, they're like, man you know i was i'm very animated too it made me feel bad i was bragging about you what happened like, oh man i i please tell her to come back you know and it's funny yeah. when the instructor goes back they were like go over, they go over the stereo with them they'll go to the stereo help oh, them manage it they're yeah. really good they're really yeah. good my team they will tell them how to operate the stereo, what not to use, what to wear, you know, what the members like, what playlist to adjust to. And I'm like, all right, listen to them more than me because, you know, every it. member is different, you know? I love so, it. That's so awesome. Yeah. And yeah, so interesting that strategy to have them go to classes beforehand. It's another way yeah. for instructors to know that they need to be on their A game because you yeah. let them like as you don't have to I like you said you shouldn't have to let them know every time an instructor a new instructor potentially is going to go to their class but right. it's a way if they know that that's going to happen that might just level them up even more like who knows if one of these participants is someone right. who's basically about to report to her how my class went <laughs> right. they're possibly going to teach here that's a great strategy to to level up yeah. your team um, I did that. How I started often, doing I started oh, doing what? that before COVID yeah, because really. it knocked out 90% of the interviewing process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, well, yep. what do you mean you want me to come take classes prior to yep. auditioning for you? That's yeah. a sign right there. Yep. I'm like, well, I want you to come see the club and feel the members out. Oh, well, you know, I teach and I really can't move my schedule <sighs> around for you. And I'm going, okay, yeah. what, I know what I'm dealing with right now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that, that's something you have to pay attention to, mm -hmm. you know, it's so you true to pay attention to. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. They don't obviously make the important things important. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so great. Um, and then as far as how many, do you have very many instructors who also do other parts, like other things in your club, like personal train or, um, you know, or health coaches or do anything like that? I always believe in the hybrids. And mm -hmm. I like the hybrids. You know, there was a time mm -hmm. we were like, Group X was this silo and PT was this silo. We never crossed it. Um, but I always believed in hybrids um, mm -hmm. because you're able to go, oh, what do you mean Stacey can't show up for the class? No, she's stuck in a snowstorm. Who's on the floor right now? John is. John, how many clients you got right now? I have a 6 o'clock to 6.30 break. Get John in there. You can do an apps class. And John mm -hmm. is one of my instructors who did boxing. And mm -hmm. I said, John, this is, and I teach the hybrids especially the trainers. Yeah. Every time you go into a group exercise class, you don't get a client out of there, you fail yourself. You oh, need yeah. to walk in there a good opportunity. and get one client out of there, you know yeah. who you are. You walk in and go, hey, I'm John. I'm one of the trainers on the floor. I'm filling yeah. in for Gail today. She's stuck. Well, we're going to do some upper body workout and then make yourself sell your brand to get more clients. Yeah. So I mm -hmm. always believe that. Now, COVID came in. We hired a lot of hybrids. Mm -hmm. had a lot of hybrids their thought process is different than group exercise though so you have to really adapt when you bring the hybrids and meaning that they're not as quick to check email mm -hmm. they're not as quick to shop for meetings mm -hmm. they're not as quick to um they follow the policies and procedures but mm -hmm. they're not as locked in as a group x because they have mm -hmm. two things going on 
and mm-hmm. their immediate money is personal training. So if you can adapt and respect that mm-hmm. and say, okay, well, I know your priority is personal training, group X is secondary, but you're mm-hmm. my hybrid. Mm-hmm. You have to also think ahead and say, how are you going to reward it to yeah. show them like, hey, you teach two classes a week for me. If you don't walk out of there, those two classes with them not knowing your name or seeing you on the floor. Yeah. I said, think about it. They're going to know you on the floor. Hey, John, great class yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's your job to market yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I've that's encouraged so group exercise instructors to flip and they don't want to flip. They're just mm-hmm. so comfortable in their, in their mm-hmm. moles. So now I look at trainers who say things like, um, I'm a boxing instructor. Mm-hmm. I teach kettlebells. I like kettlebells. My training. Okay. Kettlebells is a good mm-hmm. kickboxing is good. Um, so you mm-hmm. want, I teach strength base. I teach boot camp. Those are the instructors mm-hmm. that you want because you can yeah. train them into other classes, upper body, lower body. You don't have to mm-hmm. train them to do dance classes, but you can train them into the real strength mm-hmm. stuff. Absolutely. And you have extra people and staff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good point to realize um, or recognize, you know, the training team, they are part of two teams essentially when they become a group fitness instructor. So that that change in how you communicate with them, how you ensure they're still a part of the communication, but like they're still hearing what they need to hear. Hopefully maybe right. recording meetings you have with your, right. your group fitness team, but it's going to be a different relationship. Um, and what's interesting in this pandemic time is I've seen, we had a couple, it's difficult. You're right. I've had a really hard time a much easier time getting personal trainers to teach group fitness. I think there's this extra energy. It's different. It's right. fun. It's they enjoy that. It's almost energy feeding for instructors when they go to personal training or they try it. It's challenging because it's more of an egg. They have to be the energy giver. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And they have to, they're, they're missing walking in and having all that energy come at you versus they're draining you. Mm -hmm. So if a member comes in and goes, I'm just having a bad day today. You're like, it's tough for them. Yeah. It's tough for them to adjust to that. You know, versus the trainers are like, wait, I have 15 Mm -hmm. people in here. I got to perform. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. They're like, all right, let's do this. They can this adapt. Fun. Exactly. You know, it's fun to watch yeah. them going, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. So it's yeah. actually fun, fun to see yeah. that. Yeah. And something we've seen in the pandemic is uh, one of our group fitness instructors, we had really low right capacity levels that we could have during COVID. And one instructor built this small group training class that has kind of hung on. So where that could happen is more that small group. Right training where they're paying something to see that individual instructor for a more right. like a more right. one-on-one ex- or I guess a more personalized experience, but still in a group. Um, so that's another interesting way to, to mix the two, but um, so appreciate all of your advice today. Um, I wish we could, we could talk about this for hours. I know we could. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely can. This can go um, on and on. It could totally go on and on. So I'm sure I'll bring you back on again. Um, appreciate everyone for watching this video and Gail for being here. If there's anything else you'd like to to get from Gail, you can find her on social media. You can find her all over, like she said, the presenter network. Um, she's out there, out and about presenting and sharing her knowledge. Um, but I appreciate her time today and we wish you the best in healing <laughs> and recovering. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much too, having yeah. me.